Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back to Two Judgy Girls. This is Mary from the Bay. <laughs> it's Cordy from LA, and there's always something wrong with it. Something isn't I there. I mean, can never get it right. I just can never get it right. Hopefully, at this point, people, I mean, they don't accept it, but just like also please accept it because <laughs> this is who we We're are. We're just being ourselves, our true selves, and my name is Summer Mary. <laughs> so, Mary's had some wine tonight. No, but we've um we've just been going a little stir crazy, I think it is, and we've been instead of saying our words, we've been singing them. But we'll do you guys a solid and try not to do that as much as possible tonight. I I will not promise that hat. (laughs) (laughs) I feel really punchy right now. I'm so sorry. Okay, well, how are you? Oh, I feel great. I'm one week as Summer Mary. I feel alive. I walked the Golden Gate Bridge today. Um, just keep him busy. Nice. Keep him busy. That sounds great. I mean, I'm... And by busy, I just try to hit my 10,000 steps a day. Hit 17 the last two. 17,000. <laughs> just drop it. Just drop it. Pretty soon, you're going to turn sideways, and it's going to be, oops, a crack in the floor, and you're going to fall right through it. I... Can only hope so. <laughs> I can only hope so that one day I would fall through a crack in a wall because I was so, a hall, a floor. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh I was so skinny. I don't think that will ever happen. But we can, you know, it's about being a dreamer. Today I was talking about winning the lottery. And, like, I just thought the best part about buying a lottery ticket is, like, you know you're not going to win. But to dream that you could win. Well, not with that attitude you're not going to win. <laughs> well, guess what? You got to you gotta play to win. Yeah. My friends, I'm like, hey, do you even play? And they're like, no. I go, you know what I know at my liquor store? The, sh- the machine's down. The lawn machine's down because I play. <laughs> I don't even know what's, I feel like we've really taken a left turn here and I'm not really even sure what's happening, but, um, great. (laughs) 
Just you got to play to win the lottery, guys. You got to play to win. Don't say I want to win the lottery and not play. So one thing I wanted to ask you (laughs) is how do you feel this week with no Beverly Hills, no New York? Like this is... We're in unprecedented times right now, right? Like, it it felt weird. I go, so wait, what do we have to watch? And I was like, okay, so we got to watch Below Deck. Mm -hmm. I'm really looking forward to Top Chef tomorrow night finale. Mm -hmm. Um, It's between Melissa, Stephanie, and Brian. Let's just talk about that for a second. Okay. I want Melissa to go all the way. I feel like she's so poised. Like, her energy is so soothing and calm. And I feel like she has a really great technique. I, you know, Stephanie's an underdog. It'd be awesome if she wins. But then I like Brian. Like, he's, I, I mean, he's got, I, I, I don't know. Brian, I feel, it, it's, so Brian either needs to be voted out next, like he gets third place, or he has to win. Because he cannot be on three different seasons as the runner-up. Like, can you imagine what, I, I just. What that would do to his ego? Yeah, you know, I just think, but I would also, I also don't think that they would give it to Stephanie because Stephanie doesn't have a restaurant Unless she, she's just a private chef. Yeah. And I really like Stephanie. I think this is a really strong final three. I mean, Stephanie really came out from nowhere. I didn't, I was sad the first time that Kevin left because I thought that he went out on, you know, restaurant roars is always really hard, but I wasn't but sad he, to see him leave last week. No, he, he just, I feel like he cooks like a lot of beef mm-hmm. and, and a lot of pork. And I mean, I wouldn't mind going to one of his restaurants, but, um, I feel like he doesn't have, like, as much uh, variety as the others. Oh, I, I mean, they're all very talented. It just was more like when he left, also, it was okay. Also, guys, we've never tasted any of their food. <laughs> but actually, Melissa, I've gone to also, some restaurants. I go to Top well, Chef I restaurants. Haven't. Not any of these three, but there is a Voltaggio. There's, I've gone to um, the other Mike, Michael Voltaggio's restaurants before. Oh, okay. Um, but I have not been. So I went to Ink when it was open, and it was, it was fine. It was fine. <laughs> but they have a seafood place in Santa Monica that's like next on my list. Okay. My friend, yeah. my friend did a to-go order from there because you know, like restaurants are just starting, slightly starting to open now. And he said it did not do as well as to-go, and I can't imagine a fish sandwich would. I, I am. I think I'm struggling. I struggled with that. There's a lot more places open now, but. There's many things that you have to eat at the mm-hmm. restaurant, like a burger that will be compromised in the transition. <laughs> you can't compromise the food. You know, it's interesting. And I wonder if Padma's spot on the show is opening up because it feels like <laughs> you could really take it over. Padma has a new show coming out on Hulu, by the way. Oh, someone sent me the trailer and I was laughing so hard. She's like, mmm. Oh, that crunch. I just can't stand the woman. I don't know why. Wow. I, I, I don't, she's like, this is too salty. I do like that she's like speaking Italian. I'll give her that. I, I think she speaks like four or five different languages. Like, no, I find and she's like really pretty. And so basically, you're a hater because she's hot. <laughs> she's hot and educated. Nah, that's no, I wouldn't hate you for that. <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> it's cool to be smart and attractive. <laughs> Yeah, that's cool. Um, I I I enjoy it. I think it's fun, and I think I love Padma's like snark. Like I, I, she'll be like, um, now why didn't you put the salt on before we tasted it? Like when they when they asked like Brian uh, Brian Malarkey on like the uh, past episode, they were like, so did you mean to make the ice cream curdled? And he was like, I absolutely did. <laughs> like Kelly Clarkson was like, oh okay. <laughs> And Pat was just laughing because she knows, like, absolutely not, you know? 
I'm really looking forward to this finale. Me too. Um, so, okay, so we have Top Chef this week. I did watch Million Dollar Listing LA. I've, I've watched that forever. Uh, it, they're just, the Joshes are funny. They're, they went down to La Jolla this week, and they got this really cool house that is, like, $30 million. It's, like, very um, futuristic house, I would say. And so that that was entertaining. And what else was on this? Oh, Vanderpump Rules Reunion. Do you want to talk about that? Well, should we just update ourselves with what's going on? You you were right, Courtney. You called it. You called it a little bit earlier than you expected. She did not follow my PR plan. But so Stassi basically announced. So Stassi hires a PR team, I want to say Friday. She hires a PR team the fr- on that Friday. They hire paparazzi to take shots of her and Bo out and about. Which to me is like... This is clearly staged because Stassi's rarely ever photographed in public in general that it's like, you know, Us Weekly and it's, oh, star, or, you know, that kind of thing. So, like, they clearly hired these paps. She's wearing, like, a huge sweater. It's been, like, 90 degrees in L.A., but sure, wear a large cardigan and whatever. And then Saturday morning, it's announced that Stassi is pregnant. Stassi is with child, and it came out this week that she is due the first week of January, which puts her at 10 or 11 weeks, because Cordy and I had a major discussion about this. We were like, is she, like, five weeks pregnant? Like, we were so nervous. Like, I, Well, first of all, like I thought it was kind of gross that she announced it to clearly, like, get the bad press off of her, right? Like, I'm so – hey – they that is what Saucy's wanted. She wanted to be a mom, whatever. That's awesome. Like, congrats that you're pregnant. It's to me a little bit gross to get the attention off of you for like your actions and what's happened and being fired and then announcing that. She's definitely trying to change the narrative. Definitely. But it's not working. Her um podcast is like completely canceled. The podcast tour is canceled. People are getting their money back from that. I mean, I can't imagine that the second book is going to go through. Um, she's just going to be, like, trying to sell stuff, like, to Us Weekly tabloids. Yeah, well, and it's it's also interesting, too, because people, like, think she's faking a pregnancy. And, like, why would she do that? And is she going to announce a miscarriage and blah, blah, blah? And I, I, I hope not. I, I, hope. I don't. I would hope people would not do that. And people are like, well, it's the same uh, crisis PR firm that did with Lindsay Lohan. And when she had the miscarriage, she announced she was pregnant and had the miscarriage on that Oprah series. But And if you guys recall, that was Rand. Oh, my gosh. Everything just comes But I actually, th- I actually think that Lindsay Lohan was also pregnant and literally did have a miscarriage. Like, she wasn't treating herself well, you I, know? I just really hope that people aren't making up pregnancies and miscarriages yeah, for sympathy because it, that's, that is just that's gross. a little too far for me. Yeah, and also within the news of, like, why Jax hasn't been fired. And here's the thing. So I, today, I, I think we should maybe talk about all this and then go to VPR reunion stuff, but, like, so Lance Bass, who officiated the wedding, is business partners with Jax for Just Add Jack or Just Add X. Just Add X. Sorry, it's the very much. I don't understand that, but anyways, he went on. I Wait, think it's his. But, go ahead, really quickly. So the Just Add X is an alcoholic beverage. I thought it was a mixer. I think we've had this conversation before, and I've never oh. cared enough to actually look it up because neither of us would ever buy that. Right. Okay. Okay. So Lance. It, I, I think he has his own podcast, and so he... He did a podcast this week. Yeah, so do you want to tell a little bit more about it? 
Uh, no, I just, I just know, like, on the podcast, he was basically like, yeah, I think, Lan- I think, um, Jax will be gone pretty soon. He, and he that thinks he, he should has, be fired. Yeah, and that he has cut ties with him. And then Jax's person, uh, Lori, Lori like, KPR, was like, um, no, we haven't cut ties with Lance Bass. Like, it, it was conflicting and super weird. And then Lance's husband was tweeting, and you guys can probably still find the tweets. I doubt he's deleted them. But he's basically saying, like, we've always known Jax is an asshole, and Lance has had multiple conversations with him about, like, what his actions are. And he's like, and then as he's like, Lance doesn't watch this show. Like, every time Lisa asks him to film, there's, like, five times that he's said no to her. So it's like one out of six times he, he'll he say that he'll film. And he basically was saying, like, it sounds like Lance got into business with Jax for Just Add X because Lisa wanted him to. Like, I think that Lisa, that Jax said something to Lisa when Tom Tom happened and was like, why did you give them a bar? And she was like, oh, let me set you up with Lance and you guys can have some sort of venture. Like, I honestly think she it set that up. It seems just like a a very odd pairing and like a very weird product for both of them also it just like yeah well lance has a bar in in weho called rocco's so yeah so it doesn't surprise me and lance has said that he's known Jax for about 15 years so he's known lisa for 10 and he's known Jax for about 15 years and but not on a level of where like Jax would come over to his house and hang out like it was just like maybe like acquaintances acquaintances maybe lance knew john from miami Dun, dun, dun. And Jax was, you know, quote unquote roommates with John. So maybe that's how they know each other. We don't really know. But anyways, Lance is basically saying that Jax should be fired. And you know what? He should be fired. He's transphobic. He's homophobic. He's made racist remarks. He He's a whore. Like, just view his Twitter, which is like so funny to me because his Twitter is now like clean. Like, I don't think that they, I think what Bravo's going to do is like, they're going to say, VPR is done. We are starting a new show, Tom Tom, and they're going to take who they want. And Brittany and Jax are not going to be in the equation. Not I think there's going to be a lot of people not in the equation. So so today, too, it was announced that Peter from Below Deck has been fired because he posted a, um, a really inappropriate, disgusting story on Instagram. And basically... You guys, this was literally... I sent it to Courtney and I was like, I feel really uncomfortable sending this to you. Like, I was like, I feel dirt. Like, after I sent it, I was like, I feel really dirty. Yeah. Like, I was like, we can, I was like. Like, people I, wanted I, it. I, people wanted it. And we literally, like, I had to post being like, I will not, like, we're not going to post this. I, like, we're not going to perpetuate. It's so disgusting. And gr- I, I don't even that has understand. to be, it, that has to be against the Instagram guidelines too, right? I mean, it could have been pulled down. I have no idea. I, I would assume so. It was super inappropriate. It just. It, it's, it was made me and vomit. I just it like, made me think what the fuck like excuse my language but like what in your right mind why would you think of posting anything like that like it's so gross and this is the first time that Bravo's taken action so fast like so fast that I was like okay that's the right way to do it my problem with Bravo though is like here's the thing if you're gonna fire Stassi and Kristen for, because what they did was wrong right so they should have been fired when it happened two years ago so if we're gonna retroactively if we're gonna fire people for their retroactive comments like retroactively you're getting fired because you did this then everybody else needs to go like we don't make the rules but like at bravo if you're gonna set that standard then you need to do it across the board like jack should go honestly kelly dodge should go like brandy should go that's probably why they're edit- re-editing real housewives of beverly hills right now to give her a smaller role like 
it's one of these things that if you're going to set a standard for that, then follow through with the rest. And besides Peter, I've, I've also noticed too, is like, this also really lies heavy on the women. Like if you just notice people in like right now that are, that are, you know, stepping down or being let go or whatnot, like a bunch of these, it's really fully like mostly women. And I just don't feel like the men are heads, like held to the same standards. That's a, that's another day, another day, another thing. But like, I just feel that it's like, why are we protecting Jax? He's wor- like, I think he's actually worse than Stassi and Kristen. And it really I, bothers oh. me that there's been nothing about it. I know. I, but I think they're going to take such a different direction. And that's the direction's going to be like, they don't even have to fire Jax. But we want to see it. That, sh- <laughs> that show's not going to be happening. That's what I think. Yeah. But I think it, here's, but if that's the truth, then it's like, People want to see that, though. I feel like it's kind of like, like, they want to see, like, action, right? Like, you, okay, you're firing Peter. Great. That's shit that he literally did yesterday. Thank you for taking swift action on it. Like, it's also, like, same with MTV. Like, last week they fired D, like, right away, right? But then this week, yesterday, they also announced that they fired Alex from Siesta Key, whose dad is the executive producer of the show. And it's like, these, the reason he was fired was, again, for comments before the series even started, Right, right. And so, and it's like, first off, that entire cast is trash. They're all trash. I don't watch, I I don't watch that show. No, but I mean, just like they're off, they're off uh, TV behavior. Like Chloe's had an incident where she's saying the N word. And even though she's been really active with like BLM and it's like, okay, I don't know what's going on with that. Like Polly, who's this piece of shit cousin of Alex's, like he's like really problematic. And it's like a lot of that cast is, is problematic in general, but it's like, Okay, so again, we're doing retroactive. So if you're going to fire Alex, then you know what? There's probably a whole slew of people on MTV that should go too. So if you're going to set that as a standard, again, you need to follow through on that. It's not fair to just decide who you want to fire and who you want to keep around due to what ratings are. But that's also where it comes in. I think reality TV is going to be very different. Well, first of all, who knows when we can film again. But I think that people are going to... It will be interesting how people act on camera after. I think people are going to be scared to say things that maybe like would be like super insightful and educate people because I'm, I'm do you curious. Know what I'm, do yeah. you know what I'm saying? No, I think you think like people are going to like think twice, which you know what? Good for they should. Right. Like realistically. Absolutely. But it's also what I think too but is like what you, we've heard those. is like Vanderpump Rules is that okay Vanderpump Rules that we've heard a lot of the editor a lot of the producers covered up the behavior of this so like people things that we're hearing like we're not even we're probably not even privy to like 75% of the bad things that have happened and so it's like our producers going to like stand in for it just all depends all these people that are reality show people are like human pawns for a network we're Absolutely. like we're pawns because we watch the shit and then we record about it like it's all about ratings and it's all about all that and so that's like this business aspect but it's like there are people that are out there that aren't problematic and being racist bigots homophobes transphobes like there are people out there just find them and again we mentioned it last week like change how you educate these people and let them know like hey you need to check your social media hey you need to understand like diversity like you need they need to be preparing them because you can still be a shitty person, but on the right side of things. Right. That's, and again, I'm sure people are probably like, here goes Courtney again. But like, <laughs> you know, I just feel like there's, 
there's something that Bravo owes it to its viewers to not like when you're not firing jacks regardless the show comes back it's like why like you know you can't make these statements about like oh bravo's for like it's pride month and we're all about inclusivity and blah blah blah, all this stuff and then like not fire people who are problematic in the sense of like exactly what we're celebrating this month right right Oh, it is, it will be very interesting this summer. What is more to come? I think there are going to be way more firings. And I think that reality TV is really going to change a ton. Yeah. I mean, this week too is Tamara's like that. So this Kelly Dodd videos resurfaced from before she was even on Housewives. So this is like years ago, 2016, maybe 2015. I'm not sure. And basically it's like a video of her saying like, I don't even know any black guys. Like, I don't like black guys or something like that. Whatever she said. Uh, and so now that that video is obviously circulating around. And then Tamara had to weigh in. And she's like, that's Always. disgusting. She should be fired. I'm like, mm, Tamara, real interesting coming from you. I would be so scared to see Ryan, Tamara's son's Instagram right now. No, he's frightening. But it's also like, Tamara, you called your Mexican husband a slur. That said that he feels very comfortable in Mexican restaurants because X, Y, Z, right? Like, you're the um, inventor of Naked Wasted. Like, Tamara, shut up. Like, yeah. even if well, you got Kelly Dodd fired and she gets off the show, which honestly I think is actually going to happen. I, I don't think, I think something's going to happen within that. But it's like, you wouldn't be the replacement. Wait, then, I know. She's, like, can't get past it. And then, like, her and Vicky actually went out this week together and are, like, pretending that they have a new show coming out together, like, them two. And created, directed, produced by us. (laughs) Like, on YouTube. I'm so curious what it actually is. But it's like they can't, they just can't walk away gracefully. They can't be a Tinsley. Somebody's got to pay for that cut fitness overhead. Thirst. It's just—it's a mess. Um, I also have to comment that the cameo that you got for your girlfriend for her bachelorette from Shannon Bedore was Shannon Storms Bedore, as she goes by now, was one of the most hilarious things I've seen. You guys, that was three minutes long, and it was worth every freaking penny. It was freaking amazing, Shannon. Literally, she's talking to this quote, and we're like, okay, she's like being super honest and silly, and then. She takes off the coat and she is wearing the actual green glitter skirt, I mean, glitter shirt from Ireland. I was like, what an iconic piece of Ann Taylor Loft. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it was, it was just, it was amazing. And, you know, Mary, Mary put, we're on cameo now too. And Mary's been doing a lot of cameos in her goodbye Kyle shirt her summer Mary outfit. Just taking some notes from Shannon Bador. I am. You gotta get. You gotta wear costumes for these. <laughs> there. I mean, it's a full out. You know. Yes. It's a. It's, okay. It's an experience, uh, if you will. Other news this week is that Ava is gone from Atlanta. Ava. Yep. She. 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 She, <laughs> she said that. Um, you know, she's kind of like taking on a different cause but do you think she was asked to leave yes i think she was asked to leave which again i i don't feel like it's fair when you're a housewife and you're pregnant like it's just you need an off season because you're really freaking boring 
And that's, yeah. that goes across. I mean, granted, again, Teddy's boring always, but definitely pregnant, as Sutton told us. Like, you just, you're trying to, like, take care of yourself so you can't be as involved in things. So you should get the season off. That's how I feel. And then you can come back because then she was, go- she was going off in the reunion and it was almost like, oh, we didn't get to see any of this during the season. Maybe her husband is also running for office again. And he doesn't want Eva on the show and he doesn't want to deal with that because it takes away probably from like the seriousness of running for office. But I do think she was let go. And I think that Bravo is now handling things a little different. Like it's like, you know, when Tinsley left, they gave her like this glowing goodbye. When Eva left, like they both they they put on the Bravo Instagram like a goodbye to Eva. So like I think that they're actually trying maybe maybe this is a new thing where they're actually empowering the housewives that leave as opposed to like that. That You're have it, fired. Yeah, unless they, like, the housewife, like, deserve to be fired. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Well, yeah, like, yeah, like, they didn't give a goodbye to Leanne. Right, because she doesn't deserve that. So, also, though, right. so, basically, all the letters for Atlanta this week have gone out, right? So, there's rumors that Nene might not have been asked back as full-time because she, oh. she also, what did she um, tweet today? I was like, oh. Jeez, interesting. Um, where is it gone already? Somebody posted it in our Facebook group. I don't know what it was, but it was basically like, this is the last of me. Like, you'll hear from me. I was like, okay. Dun, dun, dun. Like, like, I, so I'm thinking Nini's not coming back or was asked as like in a friend role. Kind of like the Vicky Oh, she down. wrote, you are not going to get away with this. I promise. I'd be scared. <laughs> I know. I mean, remember remember when she choked Kim Zolciak in a parking lot? <laughs> we didn't even get to see that. We just had to read about it. Like, remember when she pushed pregnant Portia and then sent a producer to the hospital? Yeah. Remember when Ryan Murphy fired her off her show and then she had to come crawling back to Atlanta? That's neither here nor there. Anyways. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Okay. Anything before we... We're going to do VPR. We're going to talk a little below deck. And then we're going to talk... The first episode of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills ever, which was so fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, what anything else you are like watching this week? I, I watched some good things. I watched Thirteenth on Netflix, which gave me a lot of to think about, a lot of facts. I almost feel like I need to watch it again. And now I'm also watching LA ninety two, which is all about um, Rodney King in LA and the ninety two riots. Yep. It is insane. I I'm I'm about 30 40 minutes in and I just like I had to take a little break cuz mm-hmm. it's super intense. I will watch the whole thing. I'm just trying to culture myself a little bit. Yeah, educate. I agree. Um I've been watching uh so I had watched the first season and then fell off and so I've been watching Dear White People, which is it looks funny. The preview looks funny. It's but it's also, I mean, honestly, it's really educational too. Like I'm, I I I'm glad that both of us are trying to still like, you know, like we're, we're educating ourselves and trying to, to make sure that we're like better allies, like we mentioned last week, you know, and so it's just interesting watching the show. So I started it over because I had watched the first season, like when it come out. So I rewatched it again. And it's just so it started in 2017. It's based off of a movie, but then they turned it into a Netflix series. And the things that are happening there are still relevant to like what's going on now. And it's just it. it <sighs> It's, I mean, it's a really good show, and I've, I'm really enjoying it. I'm on the second season now. I've binged through that again. So that's what I've been watching. 
Okay, cool. Yeah. I also started to um, 90 Day Fiance um, the other way because, <laughs> you oh. know, still got to have some trash in there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's just, there's this one couple and it's Armando and I cannot remember what his boyfriend's name is. And it is like the sweet, I, I really am enjoying them. It's like last season they tried to give us Erica and Stephanie as the first, you know, gay couple that's on this show. And it was, it, I just feel like it didn't go that well. And then this season is like the first couple, gay couple that I feel is like, um, like, I thought that that last season that there was a show and they were like one of the girls was pretending and whatnot. But this this season, I'm 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 really involved in this storyline. I need to know what happens next. I also do you watch Jersey Shore still? Um, uh, I do here and there. Oh yeah, so like it was um, the wedding and the girls all got booed. Uh, so that was kind of an interesting. Oh, so did they do the whole speech? Yeah, and then just like the crowd just starts booing and booing and booing. It was, and they were trying to do like a roast of her, but it was kind of just like it went it too really, far, right? It fell flat. It was like it wasn't even funny. Like if it, they, it, didn't they say like you're the dump to our Staten Island or something? Like if it, someone it, called me a dump at my wedding, it was just like it was not. It it was not good. So that's okay. basically what I've been watching. Guys, I do want to say, and this has helped me a lot this summer. <laughs> all one week guys, of it. <laughs> all one week of summer. You guys need to go to morelabs.com slash T-J-G-M-O-R-E-L-A-B-S.com. Use the code T-J-G. You'll get 20 price, 20% off all their products. They have the liquid focus. It sounds like I'm on it right now because I'm <laughs> woo. They have the morning recovery. So have all your wine. You drink the morning recovery before you go to bed. And they also have this new product that I am obsessed with, Dreamwell. So go to the website. I've never steered you wrong. Morelabs.com slash TJG, 20% off. TJG is the code. And you can try all three of those products. They're selling them all together. And it's called Life Hack. So check them out. I have been using whey products for years now. That's O-U-A-I. And they just have released a new anti-frizz cream. And if you think about it, everyone has frizz. If you have thin, thick hair, you know, wavy, curly, straight, everyone still has a frizz problem. Um, But you guys can check out their new anti-frizz cream. It provides immediate frizz control that lasts up to 72 hours. Plus it has heat protection. I'm someone that uses the Dyson. Then I straight iron my hair. So this is definitely helping reduce and repair split ends. It quenches the dry hair with intense hydration. And according to consumer perception studies, 90% of participants agreed with their hair looking less frizzy using this product. Plus their scents are incredible. This is, um, a Sydney-inspired North Bondi scent. Um, It has like lemon and violet. All of their scents are incredible. Um, I always use their leave-in conditioner. I use their detox shampoo once a week. I also use their hair oil. I am obsessed with Whey. Be frizz-free and go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter promo code TJG for 15% off any of their products. That's T-H-E- O-U-A-I.com, promo code TJG, always getting 15% off. Check out Way. Say you all what you want to say about the Kardashians. I personally love them all, but I'm obsessed with Skims. So I first bought Skims for the shapewear, you know, 
tighten me up, suck me in. Then I'm obsessed with the pajamas. I've given them to like all my sisters, my mom, my aunt. They're so comfy, cozy. I never thought about her underwear. Skims recently, they're created the next generation of underwear for everybody. You guys, it is buttery. You feel like you're wearing nothing. When I wear the thongs, it's like I'm wearing nothing. It stretches out. So at first you you feel like you're not going to fit into it. You definitely do. It doesn't cut into you at all. It is buttery, soft. It feels like nothing. I'm seriously obsessed. I also recently tried their um, bralettes. I'm not a bralette girly. I am a size D. Those typically like you can't wear that on a normal day. But these ones you can. They keep me up. I have the crossover bralette and the razorback one in the sand. It's like I'm wearing nothing. Um, the Fits Everybody collection of underwear is super lightweight. It molds to your body. It's buttery soft fabric, stretches to twice its size without ever losing its shape, meaning you get a perfect fit every single time. It's available in sizes XXS to 4X. So that's amazing. I love that it's all inclusive. But believe in the hype, Skim has over 100,000 five-star reviews, and that's for a reason. The Fits Everybody Collection and the More Perfect Essentials are available now at skims.com. Plus, get free shipping on orders of over $75. After you place your order, be sure to let them know that we sent you. You can select podcast in the survey and be sure to select at the drop down menu to judgy girls. So we get some credit, but guys, this is underwear. You literally can't feel you got to try it. Go to skims.com. You won't regret it. Peloton is here for everyone's yearly warm up. This is the best time to get into a good rhythm, tap into your power and build towards your summer. You Peloton accommodates your schedule with a variety of class lengths to choose from. Uh, they have some that are only five minutes long. And I can tell you with Peloton, if I start just, I'll like do a 10 minute class. And then I'm like, "Mm, I could do one more 10 minutes. I could do one more 10 minutes. And all of a sudden I've done 30 minutes of working out, which always feels great. They have such a variety of classes and so much flexibility. Um, You know, you can move your body in so many different ways. Peloton has a range of class types. So you can do a walking class. Um, Are you really interested in running a marathon, they can help you train for a marathon. They have yoga, meditations, Pilates, hip workout, and you can move at your own pace. Peloton makes the process easier with personalized recommendations. I get a weekly update with their guided programs that take the guesswork out of working out so you can jump right in, keeping your fitness journey fresh every day. Peloton has everything you need to get where you're going, whether it's um, running outdoors or riding at home or strength training at the gym, Peloton has something for you. Get a head start on the summer you with Peloton at onepeloton.com. That's onepeloton.com. I wish someone had told me about Lumi earlier. That's L-U-M-E. This is a whole body deodorant. It can seriously go anywhere on your body. I mean, of course you're going to use it under the armpits, but there's other places that get stinky. If you know what I mean, how about those feet? You know, maybe a little thigh action. Um, this was created by an OBGYN who saw firsthand how normal BO is being misdiagnosed and mistreated. It's a clinically proven to block odor all day and control odor for up to 72 hours 
hours. Currently, I am using the toasted coconut deodorant. I also have another whole body deodorant by them, the lavender sage one. It's more like a cream. So when I went to St. Lucia, I brought this, you know, I would use it on my feet. I would use it after the airplane just to keep smelling fresh and good and really, you know, block those horrible smells. Um, I also love that you can just throw it in your bag. It's baking soda free, parabene free. It's pH balanced for safe to use below the belt. And they have amazing scents. They have clean tangerine, the lavender sage or toasted coconut. Um, And they have a starter pack. So the starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with the solid stick deodorant, the cream tube deodorant, which that's the one I'm most obsessed with, and two free products of your choice. They have like a mini body wash or deodorant wipes and free shipping. As a special offer to listeners, new customers get $5 off a Lumi starter pack with code JUDGY at lumideodorant.com. That equates to over 40% off your starter pack when you visit lumideodorant.com and use code judgy. That's L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. I'm simply obsessed. You guys, especially good. So you don't get those smelly flats. We've all had a smelly flat story where you've had to take off your flats and your feet stink. Get Lumi deodorant to use over your whole body. Check them out. Everyone is always trying to drink water. You're trying to get down as much as you can in a day, and it can be challenging, but not with liquid IV. I tear, I pour, and I live more. Literally one stick and 16 ounces of water hydrates better than water alone. It is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. It has eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick, and it has three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks. Um... I just, I try to drink as much water as I can, but liquid IV, I feel like doubles it. Um, I'm obsessed with the different flavors right now. I'm a raspberry lemon girl. Also really enjoy their white peach. They're also sugar-free. They have lemon lime, they have green grape. Um, and it just makes drinking water less laborious. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration with Liquid IV. You can get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use code TJG at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code TJG at liquidiv.com. Great. So do you want to talk? Should we just do finish out VPR? Because this is, fingers crossed, the last episode we'll ever see from Vanderpump Rules. So it's really like kind of weird. So we still, we are committed to season one on our Patreon and we only have two episodes left. So it, it's been really hard for me to watch anything Vanderpump Rules. I agree. I agree. All this stuff happened. And I just, I could not believe Jax. Like, he's like, Andy, I feel so attacked. You're, you come so hard on me. And then Andy's like, literally, Jax, you don't even watch the show. Do you believe that? I do. I think he cannot sit through it because it's, you know, like. But they used to make fun of Sheena for only fast forwarding and watching her scene. So I just don't believe that Jax doesn't watch it. You know when you, like, have a night out and maybe you, like, don't remember the whole night and then, like, the next day everyone's, like, telling you what you do and you're, like, mortified? Yeah. That's him. That's his sober life. (laughs) That is his daily life. He's mortified by his sober action. Well, I mean, we don't really know if they're sober anyways, but 
His brain's so sprained, you know? You know, and I I seriously think he can't sit through it. And also, like, his narcissistic side, too. Like, he's just like, I'm so much better than this. I'm not going to waste my time watching this. Like, how could you not watch this? I recommend, too. You're literally paid to watch this. And he's the highest paid cast member. The highest paid. I think he makes, like, 25K an episode. Unreal. And I highly recommend everybody go read. It's on GQ.com. And it's titled The Number One Guy in the Group. And it's this whole article all about Sandoval. And it's it's so good. It's just so good. And then it's like one of the quotes is Peter's like, yeah, Sandoval really changed up my style. Like now I wear blue pants. No, he was basically saying like, yeah, (laughs) Sandoval is so much himself that he let me be my true self. And so I used to only wear black. And now I've incorporated blue pants into into my wardrobe because of Sandoval. It's like, wow, Peter, blue pants. Can't wait to see those. Like, wow, like really in touch with you. You know very masculine and it was like said like completely straight face it's just a really good article but it was like Jax is just so infuriating like watching him it's like do you ever it's like I used to get this with like Tamara where it's like it's not even fun to hate you anymore it's like you're so infuriating that you make me want to come through the screen and like just yeah like shake them you know like and it's not it's it's there's fun villains I, and then there's I people think, like this that just don't get it yeah like Sutton's a fun villain um, I would say, though, I think the most interesting thing that came out of this third part was that they were like, Jax literally ran, set up an appointment for you, paid for it, and you just didn't show up to this therapist. Like, Rand was trying to help you, which, God bless that man's heart. I think Why he is really Rand paying for it, though? Cause because Jax paid $100,000 like, for the wedding? I think it's just like, hey, you know what, buddy? Like, yeah. this is this person I want to set you up with. Go and you can kind of, you know, start getting together that sprained head of yours. Well, and, it, and then I liked how Andy asked, like, Ariana, what do you think about Jack's mental illness? And I think what he wanted to, for Ariana to say was, like, yeah, I was really offended when he tried to call out my depression and then he's claiming he has mental illness. And instead, it's like, this is why Tom and Ariana are such good people. Is like, Ariana was like, I hope you do get the help. Like, I go to therapy and, like, it's helped me. Like, Instead of her turning it into, like, an F you, Jax, for, make, like, not saying that my case is, like, serious or whatnot, like, she was like, no, like, you really should take care of it. Like, she was so earnest in saying, like, we care about you. I also love, too, the progression of this episode of Ariana, who was, like, buzzed in the beginning to, like, full wasted at the end. But when they showed that Jax montage, when he's like, guys, I'm, all, I'm a work in progress. And they showed from every single reunion him saying that. I'm like, this is why he's a narcissist. He's a sociopath. I, Go to move. Go I to move. 100%. Apologize. He literally admitted to apologizing and not really meaning it. He's like, Andy, haven't you done that when you say you don't care about something? Or like you just apologize because you want to be done with it and like move on. And it was such like, a Luann. No. Not really. but it was like this is like why he needs to be like off our screen is because he's not a good he's just not a good person like i I just cannot stand him i get i get i I don't know if i can even speak on it anymore because i get so irrationally angry and well the fact that britney is he's literally rubbing off on britney when stassi said Jax, we are like all scared of you because we can't say anything to you without hurting Britney. And when Britney turned her head at one point and had her hair covering I her know, face, like I know. covering her face as if like, I'm, I'm not here, y'all. 
Kingsley, get over here and pet me and let me pet you. Like she, and then when she, no, but even even that point, like them not getting the dog sitter and like them just like they're they're above the rules, they're above the law, they're above like. They mm-hmm. clearly said, everyone, get rid of your pets for the day. We cannot have, like, those distractions and the noises. And mm-hmm. they just don't follow the rules. No, they don't like, care. That's just, like, a little tidbit. And of then it. when you Brittany even I mean? said when they were, like, trying to talk to Jax. And they were all trying to talk to him, like, again, very earnestly. And Brittany goes, I guess our friends just don't love us. Like, they don't, they just don't love us. I'm like, oh, my God, you are a gaslighter, too. Like, this is, you're literally proving Stassi's point. Like, when you say that, oh, you need to respect him because he's my husband. It's like, he doesn't respect you. And no, I don't. Because he doesn't respect me either. Why should I have to give respect to somebody who doesn't deserve it? Respect is earned. And then it was also really weird. So then there was, like, the moment with Dana and Sheena. And Dana got, like, super emotional because the whole medium thing. And then, of course, Jack. Oh, I like, Did you tear up? I teared up. Oh, yeah. I felt horrible for her. Like, she lost her mom. And then she doesn't have a relationship with her dad. And essentially, Jax is in the exact same position. But hearing him talk about it was so infuriating. Because I'm like... Like, I feel like Dana tried to have a relationship with her mom. And, like, And her dad, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we don't know that story at all. Mm -hmm. But, like... But Jack just cut his mom off, like, as opposed to, like, trying. Like, he wanted her to, like, he, he, they're just the worst. And, like, I think if, hopefully, fingers crossed, when they're not asked back next season, like, that they figure out, like, like, I never thought that Stassi and Bo would go on marriage boot camp, but Jax and Brittany 100% would. Oh, yeah. 100%. Like, we TV is probably, we TV is probably literally just peering over the fence at their house, waiting to hear that they've gotten fired. Okay. Taylor Armstrong was on that with her mom? No, no, no. Um, Yes. Alexis Bellino. Oh, Alexis Bellino with her mom. I want to say Taylor Armstrong was on it, though, with her current husband, like maybe a few years ago. I don't know why I thought she was on. I think she might have been. What other housewives have been on that? um, I mean, Tamara might go on it at some point. I don't know. But I also think, so people have also said, like, why haven't they been fired? And so also we heard that Brittany's mom is in ICU for a surgery gone bad. And so hopefully, and honestly, sending positive vibes, hope everything, like, goes well. Because we're not wishing ill will in that sense, right? But... That's why people also think that the firing has maybe been paused, but I just, I don't think Bravo's going to do anything. I guess time will tell. Any other, like, things at the reunion that stood out to you? I just thought, one, it was like, okay, Lala's camera was driving me nuts in the sense that it was on an angle. Oh. And it was, like, bothering me that the whole room was, like, the other way. And I just, I don't... that I. I just, like, I was focused on her boobs the whole time. Yeah. I mean, I thought she looked great. But I just, I'm, I, I, I actually don't need love. love. I don't need her back. I love that haircut on her, actually. I, I, like, want my hair to look like that. Could I do that? That blunt? We'll chat about that later. Um, <laughs> I just. So that's a no. No, I'm not saying that. Just, you know. Um, I just think that this show, like, has to be done. I think that the new, I hated, oh, Boom, before. I hated Lisa the way she spoke to Danica. Where she's like, I can't have someone on my... Now, Danica's put her hands on people twice now in a Vanderpump restaurant. So no, that's not okay. But it's like when she's like, you can't be on the floor, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you literally employ Jax. Danica's the Kristen. No, I just think she totally is. You're so right. I also just think that Lisa 
is so... Camp Sander. She is so privy to let the boys get away with everything and holds the girls at such higher standards. And when she said to Danica, like, let's be clear, too, Danica's a floor manager, which is like... <laughs> Okay, now thank you. Honestly, we've been asking about the manager status, so that was helpful. But, like, to insult her like that, like, what was the... It just, it was infuriating in that sense, too, of, like, Lisa always will defend her boys. She defended Max and Brett, and they don't have a racist bone in the baldy. But then Bravo fired them for being racist. Like, it's just, you know, but I bet they're actually probably still employed at Tom Tom and Sir. That would be very interesting to know that. Mm-hmm. I guess we'll find out when it opens. Yeah. Are any of those restaurants open? Like, um, are some of them outdoor? I'm, so, LA is starting to open up, like, a little bit. I haven't, I haven't been there in a, um, a bit, so I don't fully know. But I do know in Orange County that restaurants are opening and then immediately closing due to COVID. Because down here, they make fun of you for wearing a mask. As if, and then everyone gets And it. then we walked by, my mom and I were on a walk the other week, and we we're like, wow, that restaurant is so crowded. Like, there's no way they're following protocol. Last weekend, we then drove by it again, and it was closed in the middle of the day. Looked it up. Six employees have COVID. Oh, God. So it's just, you know, it's... <laughs> it's so I, I think things like need to be opening up a lot slower. We just don't know. But you know what? I don't work for the CDC, and I feel like it's in good people's hands, and I hope that, you know... Those people will make the good decisions and not listen to me for my good decisions. <laughs> um, did you like seeing Brock and Rand? I, yes, I liked Brock, Rand, and even Ken coming out at the end. And I don't know if I've actually, it was Brock's 30th birthday this week. But I don't really know if I've actually ever heard his voice. And whoa, hubba hubba. Whoa, Mary. <laughs> He's 30, though. You like it. You like much older. I'd pull that hair. Okay. I, al- <laughs> I also was looking at the size of his head compared to Sheena's, and it's at least double the size. I, I hope that, like, this is her fairy tale ending. Yeah. And she seems happy. Yeah, I agree. Um, Again, and Sheena can come back I, next season. I hope we see another crop top wedding. Ugh, would love, would love, but um, don't invite don't invite any of the racists. So I don't know who that leaves you with on that cast. But oh god, okay. <laughs> I also love too when James was like Dana was telling she's like when I was twenty two and James was like she's twenty two. <laughs> Raquel's, Raquel's like no babe, no babe. And it just, you know, it's so funny because at the end it's like, Kristen, do you miss your friendship with Stassi and Chris and Katie? Katie, who didn't speak at all during this whole thing. Like, and now it's like Stassi and Kristen are besties again. Can you buy, so someone actually, um, this girl was like, I have a, a bottle of Witches of WeHo. I think it's out of stock now. Like, we have to do a taste test. I was like, oh, Okay. <laughs> So I'm going to do that sometime soon. But I'm like, yeah, I wonder if it's, like, maybe, gone. Do you like, can it, you buy it anymore? Uh, but then I was like, maybe they'd try to pick that back up because I, so many other things have dropped them. Not sure that's the first venture they should be going with. But whatever. You know, who am I? I didn't think that she should have announced her pregnancy as soon as she did either. So, you know, do whatever this PR team tells you to do. They seem like good people. Um, okay. Shall we move on? Below deck, so no surprise, Lara, Lana, Lana, Luna, Tick is gone. (laughs) 
I just, so I, here's something, here's something that somebody posted, um, in the Facebook group that I thought was a really interesting thing. So it sounded like when the charter was over and Laura and Hannah and Sandy all sat down that things were okay, right? Like they figured it out, whatever they started working towards like the next charter. And then did something happen with Peter while they were out? Oh, like she felt uncomfortable and then she and felt left. uncomfortable and left. No, okay. she seems like someone that could really like if he did something she didn't like, she'd be like, "Don't touch me." She she would she would like that. Who fire. knows? She I would, mean, it just it's yeah. And I it's think just, she could stand her own. I just thought that it was an interesting theory in the sense of like where she just was like because even when he was like trying to push his way into the room where he's like, "I just want to give her a good night hug," and is it Jessica or Jennifer? I can never remember what her, the other one's uh, the other Sue's name is. I don't know. I'm not good with names. Um, and she was like really literally naked, like changing, and he was like, "Oh, sorry." It was like you can't come in here. So they're literally going to edit him out as much as they can. So I don't know how I feel. Uh, here's why I say this. Because so this season, I think I mentioned this before, they did this on RuPaul's Drag Race. And what it did to the whole season was like kind of messed up storylines. And so a lot of the queens that like had interactions with her, like weren't as, they didn't get to be like as developed as they might have been because they were trying to like limit everything. And so yeah. I, sometimes I don't know how it feels in – Maybe in the competition aspect, it'd be harder to, like, edit because, like, we're doing that. So maybe in this regard, it's different. Maybe he gets fired, too. I don't think he gets fired. I think they're like, oh, shit. We need to go and fix a lot of different things. Like, yeah, I he's don't. just going to be background noise. I, I mean, it's fine because... I felt like he was shooting daggers at Malia when Sandy was saying, like, we're not your friend. Like, I'm not your sweetie. I'm I'm your boss. Like, that thing. And, like, the other, the other deckhands were like, yeah, okay, okay. And I felt like he was like, Malia, I'm going to take you out. I think Not Malia on a date, either. Done, I think Malia has done such a good job as a manager. Like, been like, no, boys, you respect me. It's how I do it. It's I'm your boss. Like, there mm-hmm. is a hierarchy. And... Yeah, I think she's doing a really good job. I agree. I, I love how she bosses these boys around. Now, who do you think is the person coming as second stew? It's Bugsy, right? Okay. Yes. Did we say this last week? Honestly, I can't remember what I did yesterday, so I'm not sure I, if I'm no, it's, I No, it's Bugsy. And I think it's also really interesting because have we ever actually seen Hannah in a relationship while she's filming? Not that I'm aware of, no. So I think we're getting such a different Hannah because it's like she's not getting caught up in, like, she was obviously, like, talking a lot to Kiko and they were, you know, talking about their relationships and, like, you know, bitching about Lara, Lana, Lunatic, I don't know her name. (laughs) Um, And I just thought it was, like, it's kind of interesting to see her where she's, more focused than she's ever been because she's not like trying to like hook up with someone on the, her nights off. Yeah, like she just has different priorities now. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, but I agree. I, I, I don't need Hannah on the show though. I'm kind of glad that she's now like with going child with child, and I just feel like she's in a different place now. And it's it's also interesting too because it's like back to back seasons of Below Deck where we're losing the first um, the chief stew, like Kate. Oh. Kate left last season of Below Deck. Hannah's going to be oh, leaving after maybe this Maybe they're bringing back Bugsy so that Bugsy can be the Chiefs too. Uh, 
Oh, maybe. Like, transition that in. Also, I saw the sun, and it opened up my eyes. I saw the sun. Ace of Base, the drummer, was it? Yeah, no, was I got it. it. Oh. <laughs> I was just really letting you go. Like, she had the hand going and everything where it was, like, lifting up based on the no note. No one's going to drag you up. And then, and then, and then, Bring you into the you night. Yep. Yep. And where do you belong? Dun, dun, dun. Oh my god, so many talent show performances in my living room in front of the fireplace for that song. Woo! Please continue. Like I'm I'm loving these stories. <laughs> yeah, we and you'd come on, everyone did talent shows at their house for their siblings or dolls. <laughs> Whoever would watch. <laughs> oh, we used to like roller skate or rollerblade in our garage and pretend like it was an ice skating rink and we were in the Olympics. You know, stuff like that. And then, like, when we got, we were getting a pool put in. Um, so they like dug it out and then they like cemented it. And that was like the best because we played Baywatch with no water. And that was really fun. <laughs> Did you do the slow mo running? Oh, yeah, we'd do everything and be like, hey, and, like, have a whistle and be like, oh, no, she fell in. Like, you got to grab her. And then you'd, like. With no water? No water. Oh. We had, I think we had more fun when the pool didn't have yeah. water in it. Like, playing yeah. all these games and, like, skateboarding and just doing. You were skateboarding things. in the pool area? Like, dropping in? <laughs> we were doing, we had everything. We had skip it, bop it. Polo sticks. What, and pogo. pogo sticks. Pogo sticks. <laughs> I mean, we had, like, every, like. Someone was playing. Gri- remember grip ball? Is that the the like handles with the velcro and the ball with yes. stick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to get that for this summer. I'm gonna get that. Remind me. That. Right, right, write yourself a note. I'm gonna write it for you right now. Grip I ball. I want grip ball. I'm I didn't even know what, what it was called. To be honest, I think it'd be really fun. I saw someone playing in the park the other day. I was like, ah, oh, 90s. It's perfect yes. for social distancing. A social yes. distance throw. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, anything else about Blow... I thought it was really weird that she, like, had the night out, and then she's like, actually, bye. It was like, she just really wanted to screw them, like, not give them even a second to find someone new. Uh, yeah, I felt they were very stressed out with... I mean, and then when they hired the um, the musicians, and Hannah's like, whoops, forgot about them! <laughs> that, that is so something I would do. Uh-huh. <laughs> so something I would do. Mm-hmm. It is. <laughs> Yeah. Like, I plan out an entire thing and have everything ready to go. Yeah. But, like, can't, dip, don't get the execution. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess I, I got to be honest, though, I'm not like 100 into this season. Oh, I am. It's like mindless. I think, I really, I think Alex is cute. I think, is um, that, is Hot that, Jesus is cute. I think, um, I, I, I like Malia. I like Sandy. I, I'm, I'm happy. Happy, happy wife, happy life. Mm-hmm. Not that you're a wife, but you know, just there we are. Definitely not a wife. Spring is in full bloom. Are your finances blooming too? With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa credit card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interests. And if your credit scores grows, so could the opportunities for lower rates on loans like cars or home loans. The Chime Credit Card Builder Visa credit card has no annual fees, interest, or credit checks to apply. You can use it everywhere Visa credit cards are accepted, and you're building credit using your own money. My favorite feature is the Spot Me, so it's a fee-free overdraft. So you just set up a qualifying direct deposit, sign up for Spot Me, and Chime will spot you 
up to your limit when you make a credit card purchase or cash withdrawal that exceeds your balance. You, um, the overdraft fee is up to $200 without fees with SwapMe um, when you set up with a qualifying direct deposit. You can p- get paid up to two days earlier with direct deposit. So with a qualifying direct deposit, you can get access to your money sooner. They have over 60,000 fee-free ATMs and you can send and receive money using Chime. And th- if you are like sending out money and they're not a Chime member, that works too. And you can cash out your money fee-free with Chime Secure Credit Card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at Chime.com slash Judgy. That's Chime.com slash Judgy. Chime feels like progress. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by the Bancorp Bank NA or Stride Bank NA member FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Out of network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com slash disclosure for details. Peloton is here for everyone's yearly warm up. This is the best time to get into a good rhythm, tap into your power, and build towards your summer you. Peloton accommodates your schedule with a variety of class lengths to choose from. Uh, they have some that are only five minutes long. And I can tell you with Peloton, if I start just, I'll like do a 10 minute class and then I'm like, mm, I could do one more 10 minutes. I could do one more 10 minutes. And all of a sudden I've done 30 minutes of working out, which always feels great. They have such a variety of classes and so much flexibility. Um, you know, you can move your body in so many different ways. Peloton has a range of class types. So you can do a walking class. Um, are you really interested in running a marathon, they can help you train for a marathon. They have yoga, meditations, Pilates, hip workout, and you can move at your own pace. Peloton makes the process easier with personalized recommendations. I get a weekly update with their guided programs that take the guesswork out of working out so you can jump right in, keeping your fitness journey fresh every day. Peloton has everything you need to get where you're going, whether it's um, running outdoors or riding at home or strength training at the gym, Peloton has something for you. Get a head start on the summer you with Peloton at onepeloton.com. That's onepeloton.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. 
Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Okay, uh, shall we move on? Guys, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Episode 1. This came out October 14th, 2010. This is 10 years ago. This is wild. So um, for those of you that, that want to watch, it's Hulu in America. And then um, we were told internationally that season one and two are on Netflix. Um, if you live oh, outside awesome. of U.S. So you can sit there and binge it. And honestly, I have to say, it was hard for me not to start episode two. Like episode one was just so fun. It was like the things that we love about Beverly Hills, like real estate, like money. The glamour. The money, the... Like, Lisa and Adrian live across the street from each other. It's actually funny because Kyle and Kim are kind of, like, the poor ones. And, yes, like, Taylor is, too. But there's still, like, this level of glam that they give us and, like, this backstory of, like, being actors and kind of, like, what that Beverly Hills life is that you are always wondering about. Like, I don't remember Taylor. She seemed, like, very eloquent and smart and intelligent to me this first episode i was like i remember you very differently so it, it will be interesting as we watch it again and she can't find kennedy when she's with <laughs> kyle because she was drinking too much you know well but, yeah it's it's also interesting too because she talked about so it's like it's knowing what we know now and then you like go back should we do um the taglines too yes okay so do, would you like to start or would you like me to start I don't care. Okay. Whoever. Say who you want to be. Um, I don't want to be LVP, but I also did really enjoy LVP in this episode. In Beverly Hills, it's who you know, and I know everyone. Horrible accent. I know. Sorry. <laughs> Here we are. Camille, it's time for me to come out of my husband's shadow and shine. You guys, I was like doing it. Yeah, she's like, like like her MTV grind dance. (laughs) Um, Kyle, in a town full of phonies, I'm not afraid to be me. Kim, I was a child star, but now my most important role is being a mother. Taylor, it may look like I have it all, but I want more. Adrian, money is what I have, not who I am. I mean, listen, these are the first. I loved, I loved Adrian and Paul, the Bickerson. Yes. I loved, like, Kyle and Kid's dynamic. They were so raw and, like, like Kyle's storyline like, has not changed from season one to this season. Like, Kyle, it's, okay, Kyle is, she's very busy. She's very busy. She has to take care of four kids to Kim. And, like, she's busy. She's busy. She's also in this episode one talking about Halloween. What are we talking about this season two? Kyle starring in Halloween just with bangs. <laughs> like Kyle's literally like ha- it hasn't changed. But here's what has changed. Both her and Mauricio's faces. Okay, Mauricio looked so much like um, John, John Turturro. Like I was like, wh- what did wait. he do? What has he done different? I thought maybe he got new teeth, maybe a new nose. Did they do a two-for-one nose job? Because Kyle for sure has had a nose job from this season to now. I think it's that his hair is, like, less curly. And maybe he just, like, he's aged aged well. Yeah, may, almost like maybe he has a little extra, like, weight to him. Uh, definitely. Well, the Richard sisters looked, like, super tiny. And they, well, it's also funny, too, because, like, Kyle's really short. And she was, like, towering over Kim. 
Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah. My, um, my mom also said, make sure you mention, too, how interesting it is that it revolves so much around the families and the husbands this season. And now they don't really do that as much. No, I thought they like actually have confessionals. Mm-hmm. Like Ken had a confessional, Mauricio had a confessional, Paul did, Kelsey Grammer did too. Yeah, Kelsey. I mean, I I actually had forgotten about that as well. Um, okay, let's just let's get into it. We start out the episode and it's Lisa Vanderpump in her ginormous mansion. I like this house more than Villa so much more. The villa that Villa she's Rosa. In villa Rosa is um, just so cold compared to this house. There was something, like, I mean, the one now, like, at the backyard, I think is better, and it feels... Mm-hmm. But this the inside, is, like, the, the interior of the actual home just feels, like, very, like, mausoleum style. Yeah. Um, okay, so she's feeding Jiggy. She's talking about how she's been married 21 years, and she's like, oh, she my husband... She got married at 21. Oh, sorry. Correct. And she's like, my husband calls me a sex object, because every time he asks for sex, I object. And I, was, I, I only say Christmas and birthdays, and my birthday is another day off. <laughs> but like when we were introduced her, come on, like how likable is LVP? Like she that was very charming, and also like I love how she's like was very like oh when Adrian Maloof invites you somewhere, you always say yes. Like mm-hmm. she was all about like she has clearly tons of money, but yeah. like she was into you know her friends having money and like enjoying the lifestyle wasn't all about like social climbing get it myself yeah i felt like ramon like there was a difference of like ramona where she's like if adrian invites you you go but like for for this like lisa's like no no like you just take the experience because lisa's like i'm never gonna own the sacramento kings nor am i gonna fly private to a game like lisa's probably that was probably the first and only time lisa's ever been to sacramento oh wait did she go with brandy ever Brandy's from Sacramento. Oh. Maybe I don't think so. They but. went to the Citizen Hotel, which I went there in September. I stayed there for a wedding. I was like laughing. I was like, "Oh God, <laughs> I've been there too." <laughs> um, but I thought, and then we were introduced to Cedric, who has also slowly been coming out now since apparently since they've been released the first seasons on Netflix internationally. And Cedric is then now he's been posting emails where it's like, "Oh, basically Lisa Vanderpump like scripted this out, like this." scene out and it's like cedric what new information are you releasing where does he live now in london i think he's back in england but i so he's could their be wrong. their permanent house guest spoiler like, alert though he's not now <laughs> this was such a weird thing because basically like he completely leached on and ken was like i hope he's gay and it's like so he worked the front door at one of their clubs and then somehow like pushed his way into their family life. And then it sounds, but this sounds like it was a club in London. So somehow he found his way to come across the, like (laughs) into America with them. I'm not really sure. I would love actually more information on that, but not from Cedric. No, I think he literally was like, oh, they're going to the States. Like better get a plane ticket and be like, oh, Lisa, I'm coming to visit. Just, I'm never going (laughs) to not visit. (laughs) He's like, like, I'm, I'm coming always... to visit and then stay forever. Yes. <laughs> I mean, the house seems big enough that he could literally be there and they wouldn't even know. Um, Keep her company. Be her chauffeur. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, interesting. He's he's an armpit shaver. Oh, I did not notice that. And I they did were doing notice weights. He also had the confessional and was wearing his um, shirt open down to his belly button. I think mm-hmm. it was like a purple top, yep. some layered necklaces. Uh-huh. 
Mm-hmm. I was like, mm, mm-hmm. that's a look. And then Did I, you borrow that from Lisa or yeah, Ken? That looks like a very Lisa shirt, to be honest. Um, and then I love what they did was that they basically were like, okay, here's a camera facing Lisa's house. And then they're like, and like go across the street to Adrian's house. So we go in. Now, I was also wondering, because I didn't know that Beverly Hills had a gated area. And I was wondering if it was Bel Air. I don't know a lot about their first house. I can't remember. But she had said that they lived in a gated area in Beverly Hills. And I don't know where that is. I'll I also never be invited. I'll never be invited there. But um, so then we meet I, we meet Adrian. I, I love that they were literally neighbors. Like, mm-hmm. don't you remember there's one ep- there's one episode where like the limo picks up one of yeah. them and they're like, "I'm not walking. You need to have that limo come over here and pick me up." Like, it's so good. Um, but what's also really interesting too is like, right, Kyle's. It was always said that Kyle was like the one that put this cast together. And you'd think Kyle would be the first person that we meet on this show. And she's like the last. Well, because it's like they wanted this show to be high end luxury. And mm-hmm. it's like, okay, like I think Adrian Maloof has more money than LVP. Like yeah. she's like Sacramento Kings, Palms Casino, which was heavily the MTV Real World Las Vegas mm-hmm. was in the Palms. They have a skateboard thing, a music thing. But I also like how Adrian's like, you know, or super hard workers. That's what my father instilled in us. Like, I, I love that about her. Um, I love They also that, have like you know, a distillery or something in New Mexico because I was randomly in Albuquerque and it said something like Maloof on it. I was like, oh, haha, like Adrian Maloof. I'm like, cab driver was like, yeah, exactly. The Maloofs. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> So, what just is she wasn't she starting the heels Maloof Hoof? I think that was what um, oh Vanderpump Vanderpump might have made fun of and okay. said that, but in I, the reunion or something. Yeah, uh, but yeah, and so Paul and her keep everything separate. They very much seem like a marriage of convenience, but like also there's definitely love. No, I don't know if there was not. You don't think so? Oh, I thought they had like a, not in love, but like a love for each other in the sense of like compatibility. Like, no, like partnership. I think they were, I think they're already at the point where they weren't sleeping together and that was, yeah, there was like. Like I thought, I so what I found interesting is I also thought that he is a plastic surgeon. I wonder if like he once did Adrian, some work on Adrian or something. And then that's like how they got together. And she basically was like, I can build your business for you. Like, I feel like there's mm. something there because when he was doing Taylor's fillers, which were very frightening to watch, um, she's like, yeah, this is the second time he's done this. I, I, oh, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's like, they don't need any more money. I think they're just like both type A and happy to work. Yeah. And they probably were, you know, had a love at some point, but right now it just seems like they're, um, co-parenting and okay, being partners. I mean, okay. she, he literally tried to kiss her and she was like, no, <laughs> She's well, because like, he was no, a Republican. No, it was because he was sweaty because no, he was working out. And her flipping her son over, I was dead. I was like, she did it like 15 times. <laughs> it was so good. No, yeah, I love seeing that side. She was like the Democrat and went to see Obama. And he's like, I'm not a part of that. I'm a Republican. Like, they definitely had different values. And, I, don't think they would or, men- I don't think they would mention that today. No, we never talk politics. We never. So I thought it was interesting to introduce that, that we saw that in the first episode, too. Um, also, Adrian was the first, like, where she put the tinsel in her hair. Yes. 
She loved that look. Just like one random tinsel piece in the hair. She That was like her favorite extension look. Even like their giant purses. I'm like, what are in those bags now? Like I'm such a minimalist. Like I do a cross bag thing and I literally mm-hmm. have my phone and my keys and my sunglasses. And that's like all I take. No credit like, cards. Pay for me, bitch. No, I have my credit cards I'm on the back kidding. of my phone. No, I'm kidding. I'm like, kidding. Yeah. I just don't like to care. I'm like, what are in those bags? They're just huge. Well, they're, and then they're maybe all a dog. wearing. That's true. Mm-hmm. And then they're all wearing like flare jeans and giant high heels. It's just mm-hmm. God, 2010 the looks. Yeah. So then, so Adrian then basically introduces us to Taylor at a coffee shop, and Taylor gets a three shot latte, and I'm like. Okay. Damn, girl. Like, Taylor that, is that, definitely a coffee and cigarette girl. That is not Oklahoma of you. Uh-huh. And then she's like, yes, Adrian is the godmother of Kennedy. And I'm like, I wonder if they're still friends today. I thought the same thing. And then I also was like, very strategic, very smart. You're always going to get good gifts from Kennedy as the godmother. Uh-huh. Yep. You Other way around, right? Kennedy will get the godmother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I always thought that was like really like, oh, okay. Interesting and that Adrian, because they've only known each other for three years. And then like Taylor very much plays this part. Like I, I got to look good for my husband because, you know, I, I'm afraid he's going to leave me for a 20 year old. And it's like so weird watching this back because right. you're like, no, he's abusive. And you know that he's commit suicide and it's just kind of bizarre yeah and it was also like we show we see it we also see a scene of her she's it's like this b-roll scene while she's kind of like talking over it and it's her like parking on rodeo and she gets out in like a tight little dress and like five inch heels and we just basically watch her go to a window and stare and then walk down and then stare and it's like taylor we we you're poor we got it like you're not buying anything (laughs) and also it just made me think too of like oh my gosh like I wish I could be somebody who walks around in tight little dresses and like big, big heels. Like I wish that that could be me, but that will never be me. Nah, actually I don't want to wear heels. I want to wear sneakers all day long. I know. But now Taylor lives in Corona Del Mar too. And I'm like, I bet Taylor goes to the quiet woman all the time. I completely agree with that. Like I feel the quiet woman is in Corona Del Mar. I drove by it this weekend. I was like, ah, it's like not my fucking play. And I just thought like, oh, I wish it was like open so I could just like pull over and like go in there and like maybe like run into Taylor. I feel like this summer, maybe. Do you think she's friends with a lot of the OC housewives? Like I could see her being friends with Shannon. I could see her being friends with Kelly. Yeah. 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 Vicky wouldn't like her. No. Maybe she would because there's an OG connection, but I don't think she would. No, but it was just, it was pretty interesting, like, and she also was like, I am trying to work again, like, she's trying to protect herself, like, it was almost, she was already trying to get out of this marriage, and she says the marriage is 80% business and 20% romance, like, you can already tell this marriage is crumbling. Well, it's like, I feel like she also very much hates him, but knows he pays the bill. Because when he was like, so how's your little business going? She's like, don't call my business little. I mean, she was very much trapped. And then she was like, so I, I read in the in the trades that you've donated $10 million to... Not donated, not donated. Sorry, invested. Yeah. You've invested ten <laughs> million. Different. Yeah, you've invested ten million dollars in this in this woman's um, like production company. And he's like, yep. And I'm like, he doesn't have $10, $10 million. 
No, absolutely not. He definitely does not. Um, okay, so then we go over to Camille, and we get to watch Camille dancing, where she tells us, I'm Camille, and I was a dancer on MTV Grind, but now I'm saving Kelsey Grammer's life. That was, like, a <laughs> weird comment. Well, so he was, like, I think he was, like, an open alcoholic, like, almost, literally almost died, and she, like, oh, very God, much, like, really did take care of him, of, like, getting him help and... Okay. All of that. I mean, she had to make sure he put underwear on on the set of Frasier. That's so true. She was such a, you know, do you think any of her four nannies helped her with that? Ashton, Allison, Serena, or Michelle? Listen, if you got the money, do what you need to. <laughs> it very much, I mean, it's like her kids love her. And I think, hey, if you got four, do what you gotta. Do what you gotta do. I would love a nanny for myself right now. I guess it's a personal <laughs> assistant, whatever. But I would rather call her my nanny. <laughs> I was just like her starting out with the dance and she's like, it's just like how I express myself. This is my freedom and like people think they know me, but they don't. And she's like, and not to sound rude, but like Kelsey and I fly private all the time and now we're trying to be commercial to be more green. Like everything, like she was just, I was, so again, talking with my mom, I like had her watch it with me and she was like, Little did we all know that she was just really, like, peacocking there, but their marriage was already in trouble. I'm like, no, like, it happened in the middle of the season. She's like, oh, no. You could see it here. It was over. <laughs> I could tell Kelsey well, Kelsey was so ready for her to do that so he could go fuck around in New York. It's like, mom. Yeah, such he was like, he was like, later, I'm heading to New York for the year. Did you like when he said, give me the shirts that make me look gay? I knew that would never fly. Uh, like, I was like... What are those shirts? Like, I'd love to see those shirts, Kelsey. And it's all, and she's like, he's like, yeah, she's taking a backseat to my life. It's time for her to have some attention now. He's like, because again, I want to go have sex with the flight attendant I'm going to marry after. And doesn't he get tattooed on, like, above his, like, penis? Like, cal- uh, like. Okay, thank you for saying that because I thought that he did, like, I think her name's Kate. Yes. And I remember, and I had that thought, and then I was like, that is gross if that's not a real thing, but I'm too afraid to look it up. Because what would I Google? Kelsey Grammer dick tattoo? <laughs> what would you Google? I, I believe it says, like, property of Kate or something. Now I feel like, okay, I'm going to take yeah, it for the team. Yeah, just do it. Just do it. I'm going to take okay. it for the team. Please erase my history if anything happens to me. <laughs> I'll, give you, I'll give you my password for everything. Kelsey Grammer <laughs> dick tattoo. Why do we both know about this? That's the sadder part. It really is. And literally this Wait, also, going back, wait, going back to that comment, it's like, if he was still taking private, he would have never met this woman. Oh. Oh, is that how they met? Was on, he, she was his flight attendant? I think so. Oh, wow. Why, I might be making that up no i mean it could be i just you know when i hear stories about people like oh yeah she was a flight attendant and i met her and now we're going on a date I'm like what who talks to people for that long i need to start dressing better maybe you do that's all sorry i had to, my google has been crashing on me so now i need to look it up okay i'm gonna keep going because so then we are introduced to kim richards the single mom and it's very much like I was a child actress. I, you know, didn't didn't grow up like everybody. Um, and now, basically, her entire life revolves around her kids because she doesn't want to be alone. Uh, oh, and then so she's like talking about Kim. She, yes, she's like I. I was quite famous. 
I love, I was like, is this where she tells us about her in Paris and her being the original icon? And then watching her just like, <laughs> and then they were like, hey, Kim, hey, Kim, hey, Kim. And Paris was like, oh, who are you? I'm Paris. And I was like, okay, Kim, I'm worried you're going to hyperventilate telling us this story and we get it. I just, you get it. You know what? She didn't go to school. She didn't get on the school bus. She wasn't in the Girl Scouts. She was the Disney girl. And you can tell based on her social interactions with people because she felt real uncomfortable at the Kingsway game, which I actually did feel like Taylor was boxing her out a little bit. Also, why wouldn't Kyle like set her up? Why wouldn't Kyle make sure to sit next to her sister? Like, she sat literally as far away from Kim as she could. Because she didn't want to babysit her the whole time. Also, because Kim was drinking. Kim is drinking champagne on the plane. Okay, thank you. I was wondering if you were going to notice that, too. I'm positive she did. And I feel like when you know someone shouldn't be drinking and then you see them start drinking, you're just, like, get so grossed out. And, like, so you don't want to be around them. So you think she was distancing herself on purpose? She is like, I'm not going to... Like, I don't want to be a yeah. part of this right now. Yeah. Even though she feels the responsibility because she told her mom before she died that she'd take care of Kim. And Kim doesn't have good girlfriends. And she has, you know, I mean, I feel bad for I feel bad for Kim because it was very much, like, the same thing, right? Like, you do feel bad because she didn't have a childhood. So she probably really doesn't know how to interact with people. Like, mm-hmm. and then... Kyle was actually lucky in the sense of being the younger one because she was able to kind of see what was going on and be able to like like the younger child always right like usually has it better because they just it's the parents like you know it's not their first kid where they're like kind of making mistakes and whatnot and figuring it all out right like by the third or the fourth like you kind of you you got it like you're not worried about spilling Purell over everybody to make sure that they're clean touching your kid like I just feel like Kyle had it so much easier and that she seemed like Kim clearly has a lot of issues right like we know that but I also think that Kyle isn't as forgiving as she should be because she doesn't un- fully understand it. I think Kyle is also like full, like sick of her shit because yeah. she's done the same shit over and over and it's a cycle and it's like Kyle's always picking up the pieces. I wonder if him. Kyle could be on this show without, if neither of her sisters were involved. Because originally, too, Kathy was supposed to be on the show. Right. And at the time, they were also going to re- do a reality show about Kathy's like immediate family with like Paris and whatever, and that seemed to not take off. So she had declined Beverly Hills, like Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. But I'm curious if Kyle would have been on the show if Kim wasn't on it, like because Kim is more known than Kyle was. Right. I'm glad that Kathy wasn't because then it would have been too It'd much be of too a family. Jersey. Like exactly, exactly. Yeah. But then I love like Kim's like, well, you know, I might just have another baby. And Kyle's like, sheer God, like you, first you need a husband. Yeah, which no, you don't. But also, That's it's like true. it's also like remember um, the bull mastiff that she dates in later seasons, and she thinks she's pregnant there too. I'm like, I'm like scared for the dark path that we're about to take <laughs> on this journey. The dark path of Taylor Armstrong and yep. Kim Richards. I mean, alcohol abuse, drug abuse, mm-hmm. husbands dying. I mean, there's a there's a lot of to unpack. Yeah, it's also interesting too because it was like watching where Kim, where Kyle's at. Like, Kim's has bad spending. Like she wants. A, basically a five-bedroom house for these kids who aren't permanently living with her like what's like what's she gonna do and now all of a sudden but like, i think she really does need you know kyle to yeah. be honest with her i think kyle's being a good sister and saying 
your kids are 23. They're at their boyfriends. Like, you do not need space for everyone. And you don't need space for everyone because you can't afford the space that you want. Yeah. She's delusional. She's living beyond her means. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's and why the Target is. She stole incident. my goddamn house. <laughs> um, okay, also, baby Portia, though. Oh, so cute. She was so cute. Like, just her staring into the camera, like, it was just, it, it really cracked me up. I love um, the part where, like, Kyle's like, I didn't have a normal childhood. I drove myself to work at 13. I mean, I was driving at 14. So What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Tell us more. My mom will kill me for telling this story. But so my mom had, like, a – she ha- had to have stomach surgery when I was, like, 14. And so they told her you cannot drive a car. Well, there was no Ubers then. And, like, this is, like, 20 years ago. There were no Ubers. Like, taxis. Like, you're not going to pay for that. So she – taught me how to drive and so then i would drive her around and then when she started tra- like she would travel for work a lot so i would just take her car and drive it to school or like i'd pick my friends up and we'd go like why and i was only i was pulled over once <laughs> when you were 14 when i was 15 and i was driving some people i was pulled over i was like i don't think the lights are on on your car and they're like yeah they are and then they pulled up and they're like oh no it's not and as soon as i did it was like rear, rear. I'm like i made someone switch seats with me this is so ridiculous. Like, oh, and you got out of it? Yeah, because I switched seats with someone that was in the front seat that was like 16 and could drive. Oh. Should I not have my. said this out loud? No, you're fine. This is bad. But it was just what? like. No, what do you think they're going to do? Go back. They people. What do you think they're going to do? Go back in time and like. Get Bravo is retroactively firing people. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, Mary. But yeah, I would be like. <laughs> I'd be driving at like 14 and 15 because my school was like a mile away and I don't want to walk. So I drive. That's not a good thing, but that's like the worst thing I've done in my life. Oh yeah. That's not bad. Yeah. I'm okay. Right guys. That's, it's, that's sure funny. Me I'm okay. That's yeah. funny. So when Kyle said that, I was like, I can relate. My mom was like, shut up. <laughs> and then I was like, hold on. I'm going to just tell it on our podcast. <laughs> okay. So, um, so, yeah, so we go, we're on this trip to Sacramento. Why did Lisa have to bring Jiggy, though? And Jiggy has so much hair, he doesn't have alopecia yet. This is like, and I, well, I feel like Taylor said it best. Like, she you know the perfect accessory for Beverly Hills girls, like their little animal. This was such, this is very like the Paris Hilton days and like the yeah. 2004s where it was like, I feel like people are more, um, like, uh, not as flashy anymore. Like at, before, it was all like you have to have your seven jeans and the labels to show like That's you seven have jeans. You know, yeah. But yeah. I feel like it's or like you know they had the Louboutins with the red backs. So, like you can tell, like so I popular. have money. Yeah. But I feel like now people like you just wear a t-shirt and jeans and it doesn't matter where it's from. Yeah, or it could be a hundred and fifty dollar white t-shirt. You know. There is that too. Yeah. Like, have I spent $90 on a splendid t-shirt before? Yeah. Wow. Probably. Was it, is it the best shirt you've ever owned? No. I don't no. even know where it is. You know? <laughs> like it doesn't matter. Oh, okay. But yeah, I just, um, it, the whole thing was like, it kind of cracked me up because it was this inside look of like, I think if we had gone to the Staples Center, it would have been more fun because I feel like, again, Sacramento just, it was like Beverly Hills. And then we went to Sacramento in the first episode, but it was cool. Like, but then I was wondering, who were the other people on this chartered plane? Because there were a bunch of men in it. So were they, they, do they work for the Maloofs? 
Or was it yeah. one of those like jet suite X where like they just put a bunch of people on a private plane? No, I, I think they knew everyone in the plane. And in the also- plane, you know, Kyle brought the Zohar, the like uh she was so always been nervous to fly. Um, so dramatic, Kyle. She's always been like that, though. And but she also, still is. And I think it's also still just, like, a friend. I said it. Oh. I said what I said. Well, even, like, Marisa and her talking, and she's like, how about for every $1,000 you spend on a shopping spree, I get to play one hour of golf. And I just like, feel like that's you a didn't lie. Have, you didn't have that money yet. No. Marisa, you're wearing a peace shirt. His, <laughs> his shirt said... Peace. P-E-A-C-E. And not that their house isn't lovely, because they have a lovely house, but when you compare it to, like, Adrian's and Lisa's, this looked like, this was, like, this was Gina's casita. Absolutely. (laughs) You know? Like, it just was, like, okay. And then it always makes me laugh, too, because it's, like, Kyle actually is very similar to Kim, because Kim is, like... I need to take care of my kids who range from 15 to 23. So it's like, mm, okay. And then Kyle now is like, I have four kids. And it's like, yeah, three of them are over 21. Like, you, and right. you got Portia. You know, like, it's very similar of like, I'm a mom. Congrats. We're happy for you. We got it. We got it. Yeah. Like, you have and a house. Then- you have a husband. You have kids. You know where you're going to live. That was kind of like that was kind of a sad scene because I could just like feel the frustrations in the sisters like, mm-hmm. um, you know, because Kyle's like, no, I'm taking my time out of my day. I have a one year old. Like, I have three other kids. Like, I I feel like I'm. This is why I've always been Team Kyle, I guess, because I think you know she's trying to lead Kim in the right direction, and Kim's just going to do what she's going to do because she's an adult and she's <laughs> not making the right choices for herself, and mm-hmm. you just have to sit there and watch it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I did like watching, you know, Camille show off, like dancing around with the mascot playing b-ball in her heels. And like, you can already tell, like the girls are just kind of jealous of Camille and Camille says that she got a surrogate and they're making it sound <gasps> like she got a surrogate, like to keep her body. But I don't know if it's like she couldn't have kids or she, what. She had something like this is it's this probably isn't exactly it, but I could have sworn there was something with irritable bowel syndrome. I mm. I don't know why that's again, I could be making this up and I've made up apparently a lot of the grammar stuff that's like happening, but I thought there was a reason why she couldn't. And it just is so funny because it's again, like we're watching this from ten years ago, and it's like if you said that to somebody now about them getting a surrogate, like you would be chastised like because it's just you, we don't know other women like she, when Kyle was like I know other women who have been dying to get pregnant and that's Camille what made used it, a surrogate and it was like okay but that's what made it seem like she could have but what does it matter that? though if she could or could not and she didn't want to I don't know yeah I just it, it was very it was very judgmental as someone who's judgy I felt very judged Mm-hmm. Not that I'm doing that, but just I felt that was judgy. You know? Well, Kyle says that Kim is a little bit more judgmental than her. Oh. Because then it all comes back to, like, it's like Kim didn't fit in with the girls and she wasn't even trying. And yeah. she, and Lisa says, like, well, maybe she went back to Witch Mountain. But <laughs> And then Taylor's like, I wasn't in the mood to climb up her wall. Well, because Taylor is the social climber of the group. And she's like, oh, yeah, Kim's got nothing for me. 
I need to be with LVP Kyle. Right. And she's like, she could read them. Like, okay, Kyle's not the rich one, but she's connected to everyone. So I need Kyle because Kyle's the connector. <coughs> I'll make him. I'll make Adrian Kennedy's godmother. She, <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> she's got the most money. And then I'll, I'm going to get around to LVP, but LVP's not going to like me. If you can't be my friend, just please don't be my enemy. You guys, it was so much fun to watch this. It was very, very refreshing. And I look forward to watching more of season one. It was what I needed to come back in my life. You feel good I, it about gave it? Me like, it gave me like a good Bravo juju. Yeah. It, was- it, it replenished me. I was like... It's so, this was so raw, natural, organic, and you got to, like, see the real fights between the sisters and got to see that real money money. And well, because this was the either the third or fourth franchise, right? Like, it started with Orange County, then we had New York, and then I want to say that Beverly Hills and Atlanta and Jersey were all kind of around the same time. So there wasn't, like, there wasn't, like, the housewife handbook to learn from yet, right? Like, they all kind of came around at the same time, and so... Now they're just so much more reserved and not as vulnerable. But, like, in this season, like, we literally watched the downfall of Camille and her marriage. Like, we watched the downfall of the relationship between Kim and, and Kyle. Like, they would now, they would never say that. I cannot wait to watch the last episode, the limo scene. Oh, oh God. I mean, I can and cannot. Like, yeah. if I look at, again, if we look at them as characters, I'm like, oh, I'm ready for it. But knowing the and real life. I felt like the story was faster. Like... We saw a lot in this episode, which yeah. I enjoyed. Yeah, we did. Um, and I'm excited for. I'm excited to keep going. I am too. And we will come with you. We'll post something next week of what we're going to re-review or review. Um, yeah, if you guys have any suggestions, episode. let us know. We're, we're, we're open. We yeah. could just do episode two of Beverly Hills. It was super fun to watch. Or we, we're down for anything. Yeah. Maybe we'll put up some polls of what, what um, and you guys can kind of vote on it and we'll decide what we should do. Okay, everyone, have a great week. Keep on wearing those masks when you're outside in stores and stay safe and mm-hmm. love you all. Yep. Bye. Bye.